and welcome to Intentional Sounding. It's the Draw Play Podcast. We got a special episode for you today because my normal co-host is not here. I'm your host, Draw Play Dave Rapocho, and not with us today is Sam Pokemon Don't Grizzis. Instead, I have a very special guest. The long-returning food terrorist and ketchup enthusiast, Spilly. Hey everyone, what's up? I'm so excited for Sam not to be here. Because we can talk about how the Nintendo Switch is tar- terrible. It is kind of... Did you, you didn't buy one yet, did you? No, no. I really have no nothing to say. I just know that Sam likes it. Making Sam sad is kind of my primary purpose in life. Have you actually played the Switch yet? Uh, no, I've seen the back of one. Someone brought it to like a, to, to like a company picnic, because of course they did. <laughs> We're in like the middle of Colorado, and there's all these outdoor games. Someone's like, I'm going to play a Switch. Oh, whenever I see someone with a switch in public, I'm just like, oh, I'm sorry you don't have friends. Yeah, I, that's true. I've never seen somebody playing with someone else. Yeah, there's no there's no sharing like that social aspect of it. It's not there. It's just you pretending you're in your living room, but you're not in your living room. It's the equivalent of being on your phone without being on your phone. Only it's bigger, yeah. so it looks dumber. It's like, yeah, it's like playing on an iPad on the train. Remember when you were a kid and you had, like, the Sega Game Gear? And yes. <laughs> I wanted one so bad. I did, too. <laughs> I, I used to, my friend and I were, like, in the same sort of, like, after-school sort of daycare situation. And my friend would always bring it, and he'd let me play every once in a while. And the battery on that thing lasted, like, an hour. Yeah, so, and wasn't it, like, it was, like, like double A's, wasn't it? Like, yeah. 12 double A's or something? I think it was four double a's if i think that's how much it was but yeah the batteries lasted an hour so you got like an hour of sonic and that was about it you literally could not beat the game without the ac adapter mm-hmm. it was it was pathetic and the ac adapter was huge and it would get really hot and every once in a while i'd like rest my arm against it and i'd be like ow like it had to be recalled because kids were burning themselves <laughs> probably yeah uh so since Sam isn't here today, we're just going to spend most of the podcast dunking on Pokemon, which is honestly fine because this is actually the last podcast we're going to have before at least some football is back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I, it's funny because uh, I actually was just thinking today, you know, it's the beginning of training camp and, and all the like live bloggers and all of the like, you know, uh, people, the beat reporters are all like, yes, we can finally live tweet stuff again. And they're just live tweeting like, well, they're doing, like, uh, five-yard sprints, and this guy kind of looks up. Oh, this one tripped. His season's probably over. There's all of this, like, extrapolation from the dumbest drill plays, and I'm like, I'm not ready for this. Like, it's too soon. I can't stand those tweets because, honestly, who cares? Yeah, I, I, are you sitting here just at the edge of your seat trying to figure out if Blake Bortles is going to throw a practice interception? Yeah. Like, apparently yeah, okay. he had a bad day and threw, like, five interceptions. But today he threw no interceptions. So, oh, wow, this means a lot. This is the year. This is definitely the year now. Well, it's the it year now. Tomorrow, it sucks. wasn't the year two days ago. No, exactly. Yeah, and, like, Denver Sports Radio, like, has been all about Paxton and Trevor for, like, six months. And so they're all like, oh, what's it going to be? And, you know, it's like, um, you know, someone throws, like, a fade to some practice squad you know, guy who who's not going to make the team, and they're like, oh, this is it. This is prognosticating for the rest of the uh, year. Beautiful touch pass. That means he's going to get it. Who do you think's going to actually going to get the job, like, if paying attention to the uh, Denver media? 
probably Paxton because everyone here is very impatient. Uh, so they're like, well, he had his one year and that's it. And Trevor Sibby can go fuck himself. And it's Paxton's game from now on. So uh, I think they'll probably go with Paxton. I mean, the it's kind of tough because, um, you know, they have a, a slightly, there's a lot more line. Like they, they put a lot more emphasis in the line. So it's really dependent on if that gels. So it's kind of dumb even to be, like, I'm more worried about that. than. Yeah, that's probably fair. I think everybody's kind of worried about their offensive line. I'm very worried about our offensive line. Because if they're bad, then Eli's going to have another bad year, and we're not going to do anything. So, yeah, I think that's... And, and there's, like... I think the best thing... Uh, I was thinking about uh, training camp tweets, and somebody's... Because, um, you know, it's all non-contact or, or, or very low contact. So they'll be, like... Uh, so Von Miller had a, uh, simulated sack on Simeon. Like he just taps him. And, and two hand touch. He got him with the yeah. two hand touch. <laughs> but they can't say sack. They're like, well, you know, he would have done. He would have hurt Trevor, but you know, it's just training camp. He couldn't actually hurt him. Exactly. Uh, are you excited to rock your Jake butt Jersey? I am very, very excited. Although I made a, uh, like, uh, one of those dumb promises, not dumb, but like a promise on Twitter that. If uh, Tyreek Jarrett, who is a pit player, makes the team, which it looks like he's going to, he was undrafted, um, that I would buy his jersey. And, like, nobody really knows this guy except me uh, and, like, the tiny little pit following. So, like, if I get that jersey and then wear it to the game, it's going to be like, who's this, like, really, like, dopey-looking white dude wearing this random person jersey? So, looking forward to that. I am excited. I kind of had a jersey like that with the Giants. I had Corey Webster's jersey. Still technically have it. Uh, do you know who Corey Webster is? I don't. I don't remember at all. He's only notable for catching Brett Favre's final pass as a Packer. <laughs> Why did you buy it? I didn't. I got it as a Christmas gift. <laughs> I think That's my mom best. got it for me. I think she just went online and found a Giants player. It's just like, oh, Corey oh. Webster. He did something recently in the playoffs. So here, ha- have his jersey. And he That's... he was a good cornerback, like a serviceable cornerback for, I think, two more seasons and then he was gone with injuries i want to say so is that like your your uh uh the jersey that you're like most ashamed to have not ashamed but like you're like dumb player jersey uh no i have a plexico burris jersey (laughs) but although i don't know if i'm ashamed of that because i actually bought that one at a thrift store for two bucks yeah i think so i have a lot and and i'm trying to think my my the dumbest i have two brian greasy jerseys i have two of them (laughs) Are they both I, for the same team? Yeah, they're, he only ever played for... I think he only played for... No, Brian Greasy... No, he played for the Dolphins, yeah. right? No, that was his dad. Or did he also... Go? I don't even remember. But um, anyway, he... Uh, yeah, so the, I had like the home one, and then they made the orange ones for the first time, and I was like, oh, i got to get one of those. So yeah, I have two Brian Greasy jerseys. That's, that's pretty sad. How many jerseys do you have? Uh, I don't... I think I got rid of a bunch of them, but at one point I had like 20-some. It wow. was a problem. I... Yeah, I I bought a I like to buy really really ridiculous uh, jerseys. I think the the best one I have is Dookie Anacho, who was like a defensive back, yeah. like a nickelback for like a year, and then I think he's with the Redskins now, so or somewhere. I don't know. Maybe he's washed out, but I was like, yes, this is going to be the guy, and then he was for like three games. Nice. Do you have a Tebow jersey? No, I have I have a Tebow shirt. And the reason I have a Tebow shirt is because I lost a bet with a Florida guy in 2011, and I said that if the Broncos made the playoffs, I'd buy a T-shirt. And there was I was firmly 
like there's no way they're going to make it because they had to win all those games and like oh yeah they, they were kept doing, doing it stupidly oh yeah no it wasn't even like i wasn't even like worried about it at all and then of course they did now the good news is that guy is also a Steeler fan so he kind of <laughs> like ate it at the end so that's pretty so cool. we were both miserable by the end of the now all your jerseys are they all broncos jerseys or are they like pit jerseys too uh i have a couple pit ones yeah most of them most of them because i used to buy them when i was like you know like right in college and all that and then i kind of grew out of that so i, I have like the jake button now because why would you buy that you you have to wear that like i was pretty tempted to buy a jake butt jersey <laughs> and i don't it's, care about the broncos at all it's um the only bad thing about it is he took rod smith's number so f- everyone who sees it, it's like oh rod smith jersey that's awesome you turn around it just says butt <laughs> Um, I I don't I know. I think taken... people will be excited about it this year because everyone knows Jake Butt because of his name. They know him, but I mean, I, I can't decide if it's because he's going to be on the pup list for a while, so it's not going to really do a lot um, this probably this year, maybe towards the end a little bit. But I'm trying to think uh, of think... what my my jerseys are. I think I have six. I have an Eli Manning jersey, obviously, because it's pretty much the only one I wear. I have a uh, an OC jersey, uh, OC Minura. I have a Justin Tuck. I have Corey Webster, which I haven't worn since <laughs> the, like that one year. Uh, I got Plaxico Burris for cheap so that I could have like a Halloween costume. I just bought Plaxico Burris' jersey um, <laughs> and then wore sweatpants and put like a yeah, Nerf gun yeah. in my sweatpants and then walked around with a Classic. crutch. Like, it, it, oh, yeah, it, it was. It was basic. It was real simple. It cost me like three bucks. It was fine. And the best. I have an uh, an Oregon Ducks jersey. I think it's technically LaMichael James, but because obviously they can't put their names on the back of jerseys because the NCAA is evil and screws them out of money and marketing. So it's actually a really cool jersey. It's one of the Ducks' better uniform experimentations. Uh, it's like, yeah, there's no, there's like 50 of them a year. So at this point, you're just like, oh, that's the week four. I feel like I almost wonder if they've programmed like a uh, like an algorithm that just you hit the button and it sort of randomizes like a whole bunch of different features. Like, all right, what main color will it be? Uh, will it have this particular pattern and where on the jersey will that pattern be will there like be wings on the shoulders or wings on the sides or will you have this that's a good point they just have this algorithm and like every week this one nike employee goes all right we're gonna spin it and he hits the button and it goes and then it settles on whatever the hell they go with that week do you remember so like i always go back to like the madden create a team um i i don't know if it's in the the newer ones or but the older ones if you made a team, it would like randomize everything. And so you'd always get like navy blue and brown. Like it would be the worst colors. And then like the uniform would just be completely randomized. So you'd be like, Oh, it's hot pink and, uh, and lime green and, and blue or something like that. It was amazing. Just sitting like going through all the terrible combinations. That does sound great. I never actually, I didn't play. I only had one version of Madden. I think it was Oh nine. And it wasn't even my ver. It it was my roommate's game. And we played it occasionally. I never really got into Madden. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where I'm like, I'm gonna I'm gonna play it this year, and then I get it. I'm like, this is cool, and then like my skill level peaks out at right around uh, like knowing how to push the buttons of where to pass. Yeah. So like, if I'm not playing it on idiot mode, like I just completely get out. I've so. I've never really understood the people who get so into it, but then again, I like it's their only chance, I guess. 
to be a GM, but whenever I'm playing Madden, I'm like, this is like, I I kind of just want to watch like an actual game instead of playing like a boring simulation of it. Or yeah, I want to I want to play something like L- NFL Blitz, which is football. Uh, extreme where crazy stuff happens. Yeah, I think I think that everyone like they should just make Blitz again. Yeah, I think they did for a little bit. Oh, me and Sam talked about this a while ago, but I feel like they should make Mario football. Yeah, like like this yeah. instead of doing this Madden hyper realistic, try to get everything as authentic as possible. You get like this simplified Mario version where you're like chucking Koopa shells at uh, receivers and stuff like that. I think that'd be so much more fun and relaxing and enjoyable to play with your friends. Didn't they try that? What was it? It was like Backbreaker or something like that? I, there was one that was like, I feel like it was supposed to be arcade football, but it didn't have licensing so no one cared. Yeah, it's just like you're gonna play the Boncos. Yeah, exactly. The Boncos are the large men. It's always like the Colorado Mustangs. Like, oh yeah, oh, okay. yeah. I figure that one out. Oh yeah, the Florida Locomotives. Generic football names, locomotives. Uh, there's probably usually like tigers. There's usually like the renegades. There's like always like a cowboyish one. The outlaws. Yes, yes. <laughs> They're just old XFL names because the licensing has run out on those. The pirates. There's usually a, like a pirate sort of like a buccaneer theme. There's normally a storm theme. Like if it's not literally yep. the storm. It's a lightning cloud. It's always a lightning. All right, I'm gonna be honest here. I'm just trying to think of names for the teams in Rocket League when you play season mode. <laughs> the Paladins. The Paladins. Uh, they have the Rovers, which have like a moon landing theme, which I actually thought was pretty cool. I only ever play that mode because I like that you finally a color that's not blue or orange. Yeah, you could be like weird purple and yellow. It's it's good. I miss Rocket League. I haven't played Rocket League for a while. I got on it maybe a month or two ago because they had a couple of new updates like uh, there was a couple new modes added it's really different the problem is when you play online everyone is amazing yeah because all the people who play now are like yeah they're like the diehards who've played for like you know all two and a half years or however long it's been yeah there's no casual pub pubby station you know well yeah i mean there's a little bit but you're either playing with people who are amazingly good or people who don't know what buttons are yeah (laughs) which are usually bots who are just there to farm stuff yeah, it's Market League was good, but it definitely had that problem where if you don't stick with it, it quickly becomes inaccessible. Yeah, I had that so, kind of problem with TF2. I got super into TF2 when I was in college. Team Fortress yep, Two. I like I played it so much for so long. I got really good at a fair amount of classes, and then my computer caught a virus, and I had to go like go on like a like a week like just trying to like make sure everything's fixed and like have somebody help me out and by the time i rebuilt the system one of the major class updates had come out i think it was the one that updated the soldier and the demo man oh yeah and i i booted it up for the first time and everyone was doing this crazy stuff and i'm just like you know what i don't care anymore i'm already behind i don't feel like catching up and i never played it again it's like why does the demo man have a shield it doesn't make any sense yeah i just quit cold turkey at this game i was playing um, like an hour a day like in the evenings practically in college i just didn't i didn't want to play it anymore it's just just done i think i played that game a lot probably 2008 9 i came out in 07 i think yeah and it was uh 
and whenever they dropped the keys and everything and everyone basically stopped playing yeah and just sat in idle servers and waited for cats to drop like the the whole like hat economy the hats hats uh, were a mistake (laughs) but like like a hilariously profitable mistake they were a hilariously i think my favorite thing was when the hats started out they they were tied to like achievements yes and they would find like somebody figured out like a little script you could run on the PC version where if you hit it you would immediately get all the achievements for the class <laughs> yeah. and that way yep. you would get like all the hats that came with the uh updates and then uh, like Valve caught on after like the second update and they just removed everybody's hat that had used the little script and gave everyone who didn't a halo because they oh, were yeah, good. the little anti cheat I remember that. Yeah. That was that was about the time I quit because that was I was just this is stupid and people were literally just trying to organize like there, there'd be people on the other team and chat like hey can you come over here so I can kill you with a taunt so I can get this achievement and so it's like no play the game and try and do it naturally so I have a small confession on that game there was a way to run like four different instances of the game in a command prompt <laughs> and if you sandboxed it which took a lot of work so you could actually run if you had four steam accounts it was free so you could do it you could bot you could run and idle four accounts at the same time <laughs> and all you do is run a script and just keep it minimized it would just run tf2 all night so i did that at home and then i like loaded it up in my work machine <laughs> so i had like like accounts yeah that's how i knew it was time to stop yeah when you hit that point and you're just you look at yourself and you're like what am I doing with my life at this point? Yeah. Well, I, the best part about it was I had all this random TF2 shit, but you could sell it for real money. Yeah. So, like, I, I had actually, like, run, like gotten all my stuff together, and I sold it for, like, $120 in Steam credit. So I bought, like, a couple things. I was like, okay, well, I guess it wasn't all completely Yeah, stupid. you got something out of it. So, with the Hall of Fame game happening this weekend... uh. It's the Cardinals versus the Cowboys. Like, I was thinking about this earlier. If preseason football is, like, diet football, is the Hall of Fame game, like, football zero? Uh, the Hall of Fame game is tab. So it's the one you're like, well, I mean, it's the only one left on the shelf. Or, or you know, it's like, it's that or nothing, and I guess I'll try it. And you take a sip, and you're like, I guess this tastes like football. But then, like, it's immediate, like, sickening awfulness and you don't even make it halfway through the can before you you throw it away yeah it's the hall of fame game it's one of those things every you you wait like two months you're like i need football i need football then you turn it on and you're like i don't really need football do i i i don't i'm just gonna put on another rerun of a show that i actually like it's uh you know especially when it's your team so you're getting hyped you're like i get the first preseason game this is awesome i'm gonna see some and then like you're watching people go half speed on a terrible turf field. I wonder if the field will actually work this year. <laughs> I hope it never works. I hope each year there's a more and more ridiculous way of it failing. I w- Which is pretty sad because it, what, melted last year? I mean, that's uh, Last year, what happened, because this was like the funniest story. Honestly, last year was the funniest thing that could have possibly happened at the Hall of Fame game was they used the wrong paint. So it wasn't drying fast enough. So, oh, yeah. So they busted out, like, heaters and air hair dryers and stuff like that to try and dry the paint faster. But because it was the wrong paint and they were drying it unnaturally, it was fusing to the rubber pellets because it was that, that rubber pellet m- 
turf kind of field. Yeah. yeah. And it was just creating like these little blocks of rubber on the field that were not good. And then they, they tried to loosen it up with some paint thinner. But of course, you can't touch paint thinner. And now paint thinner is all over the field. So if a player falls down, they're going to rub their skin in paint thinner. And they just, they're just like, all right, you know what? This isn't worth it. We're just going to quit the game. I felt so bad for the people who had actually, like, paid money to go to this piece of crap football game. They didn't even get to watch it. Uh, Yeah, it was... Who was playing in that game? Do you remember? It was the Colts and someone else. I can't remember who the other team was, but I know one team was the... Because that's close enough. There was probably people from Indiana driving to that game. Yeah. So, like, they're like... I'm sure there were a lot of Wisconsinites there because Favre got inducted. Oh, that's true. Usually, they maybe it was was it the Packers and Colts. I it might have been the Packers like... and Colts. Yeah, I think it might have actually been Packers and Colts. I just I know for sure the Colts were one of the teams. I cannot, for the life of me, remember the other team. Doesn't really matter. Like no one's gonna remember it in two years. No one. It's not history is not going to remember who was at that Hall of Fame game. You're not gonna remember the teams. You're gonna remember how stupid everyone was. Yeah. yeah. So I... hopefully this game can live up to that idiocy. Mm-hmm. I hope something goes wrong. Maybe the new stadium they built just kind of collapses or something. I don't want anyone oh, to get a new one? hurt, but I want something to fall down. I didn't know they had a new stadium. Yeah, they were renovating it. Because it, for oh, people yeah. who don't know, me and Spilly actually went to the Hall of Fame for the very first time together. Uh, three, four? It might have been four, but it was at least three years ago. It was three. I think it was three. And at the time, they were starting construction on the stadium. And then I went back the following year to watch, because my wife always runs the half marathon there, and they were, like, the stadium was half complete, and this was April, and this was before last year. And so it was, it looked like they were going to do a good job, but they still had a lot of construction to go, and I remember thinking, like, is this going to be open in time? And it turns out it wasn't. It's it's only like they only have one game a year that anyone pays attention to. Yeah, I do. I would think uh, like the local high school plays like on the field, like uses that field. Yeah, that's pretty awesome actually. It, it is it's cool. And, like there's a high school like right behind the Hall of Fame that I think uses the field, and it's pretty neat. Canton itself is kind of a dump. Yeah, I I mean you know it's it's Ohio, so your expectations are already pretty low. Yes, but can manage to get under those. <laughs> So, are you excited that Terrell Davis is getting inducted this year? I honestly didn't think it would ever happen, um, and I don't like to. I don't like to go with a line where it's like, "Well, you know, they disrespect our team, flyover country, etc." Which a lot of people like here, um, but um, I never really thought he'd make it because his career was so short. And to be honest, I think running backs are kind of overlooked a lot. Of, I mean, that's weird to say, but like. A middling running back doesn't really have a big shot at it as much as like a quarterback who wins a Super Bowl. Yeah, so that's even true. if the quarterback isn't good, you know they they have more of a shot as a quarterback. So I was glad to see. I mean, I think um, there's a lot from that team in the Hall of Fame, and probably all the ones that should be there are from that year. So I'm kind of, kind of glad that they got. Right I'm trying to think of who else was on that team because I don't remember too much of it. Obviously, Elway. Elway, Sharp, oh, and McCaffrey Sharp. was there. Yeah, Sharp. Shannon Sharp was there. Um, Troll Davis, Rod Smith was there. Um, and then <laughs> Bill Romanowski on the defense. Oh, which geez. was like my favorite player when like, I was a little kid. I was like, I don't know what steroids are. <laughs> 
Um, he looks fun. He's yeah, a crazy he's, guy. Oh, yeah. he's not a le- he's a legitimate psychopath. Oh, yeah. And then oh. he went to the Raiders, and I was like, oh, I I don't like you now. So yeah, there was um, and Steve Atwater was on that um, team on the first one. So he who now just got hired by the Broncos is some like random job. Like you know they always give like some alumni job like director of fan experience or something. Like that. <laughs> communication field communications assistant. Yeah, yeah. So he was probably like, "Hey, I need a job." And they're like, "Okay," because like Elway is like he just signed a contract and is all like god of the world. So yeah, we got a couple other interesting inductees this year. Uh, Kurt Warner. I'm I'm happy Kurt Warner got in. It, yeah, I think Kurt Warner is one of those. Kurt Warner is like the pro. Like before there was Joe Flacco, I feel like everyone made Kurt Warner jokes. Yeah, like it was always like, oh well, you know. And so I'm actually kind of glad to see him. In. Kurt Warner was like the uh, like the epitome of the feel good story. Like he is the feel good story of them all. And I'm I'm one of those people who doesn't think that the NFL Hall of Fame should be 100% stats because that's kind of boring. Like, I feel like if you have, like, a more lasting sort of, like, story legacy on the NFL, like, I think that matters. And Kurt Warner has that legacy. He has that story of coming in and leading the team to the Super Bowl, leading two different teams to a Super Bowl, and being, like, incredible in all the Super Bowls, even the ones he lost. And I think he he deserved it, and I'm happy to see him in. He's a, He seems like a good guy. Yeah, and I really feel like Cardinal fans especially are like, finally, you know. So. I wonder if he's getting inducted as a Cardinal or a Ram. Um, well, like, football doesn't really do that, though, right? I, I mean, I guess they say on that, but it's not like baseball where, like, yeah, wear caps and stuff. So. I don't know. I Yeah, you're right. They didn't really do that in the Hall of Fame. It was just their heads and, like, who they were. Yeah. So, I mean, they'll, like, uh, who's the one? Like, Tony Dorsett's in there, played for the Broncos for a year, and it says, like, Denver Broncos on there, but I don't think anyone would ever... Confuse him for uh, his Cowboys years. Emmett Smith, legendary Cardinal. That's true. That's true. Peyton Manning, legendary Bronco. Uh, the best thing about Peyton is that because he had took a retired number, they re-retired the number after he left. But like on the banner for the old person, it says like it's almost like a little asterisk in the bottom. <laughs> says by the way, Peyton Manning. Like like little tiny things says Manning. Uh, so <laughs> that's hilarious. Because, like, Peyton was, like, way better than this other guy. He just happened to be, like, the first quarterback of the team, so they retired it. But, like, yeah. It's like, here's random 60s quarterback. So, wait, they they retired this one guy, but they didn't retire Rod Smith so that Jake Butt could take his number? That's that's kind of shitty. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think, you know, it's one of the – I don't know when they retired. His name is Frank Frank Trapuca. And uh, he was, like, the first quarterback of the team. And back when, you know, it's the AFL and they were, like, real, really shitty. And I think he was, like, the only, like, semi-good player. So, um, but then, like, Manning came on board. And the guy was like, "Uh, you need to unretire my number because he is way better than I am. So. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. And, like, yeah. Good on him. Yeah. Some other inductees. Uh, LaDainian Tomlinson is getting in. Obviously, I I think that's a no-brainer. I think that was the most obvious no-brainer in this class is Daniel Tomlinson. He he absolutely deserves it. Good for him. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of games to watch. Like, 
it's for me it was like um you know the chargers were always like yeah whatever the chargers like it were always the other team in the afc west mm-hmm. um and then when lt and, and you know got in there and i i feel like i remember his for one of the first games i didn't even know who he was and he just tore the broncos up just like destroyed them i remember um, being kind of mad that everyone was calling him lt because oh right, uh, right lawrence right. taylor you pieces of crap just no dumb kids Lawrence Taylor is LT, not not this little kid who just runs around and does a weird like football drop when he scores. Uh, he should, yeah, they, they should like clear. The Real LTs do cocaine and beat people up. Yeah, I was like, good, good role model there, Dave. <laughs> That's how it is. Uh, we have a kicker going into the Hall of Fame, uh, Morton Anderson. Oh, uh, I, I and I hope like he should be the only one that goes in with a single bar face mask. Like yes. on his thing, like I don't want to see his face. It doesn't matter. Like he needs to be wearing a helmet with a one bar. Everyone else has a bust of the, just their heads, but he has a bust of the helmet with the single bar across the front. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the way it needs. That would be the most fun to steal because it has like its own little handle. Handle. <laughs> it's like chained down. Yeah. Everyone keeps stealing. Like it's the ultimate like insult to kickers. Like they, you know, like yay, we're finally. Oh people keep stealing it like the one thing you like if you haven't been to the hall of fame what you don't know is that the room with all the busts in it uh there's no glass or anything between you and the statues you could just straight up fondle the statues if you wanted i believe you did i i picked multiple giants players noses i picked lt's nose i picked michael strahan's nose i was not expecting us to actually be able to touch them i wonder if they like First off, I'm surprised no one has, like, some dumb ritual where they go in and rub someone's nose and they're not, like, completely, like, rubbed down and shiny. Yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised. We do have, like, more pictures on the line of just people, like, doing things to the bus in some way. Right. Wasn't there a security guard, though? I think there was. There probably was. I I think there was a dude in there, but he was on, like, the other side because it's kind of a U-shape, the room, and we were on the, the more like the more recent end of the U where kind of our players was. Cause on the other side was just like all the f- players in like the forties and the fifties, but I don't like, we'll all look exactly. The same. I don't remember there being a ton of security. I mean, it was also like, what, what, when was that? Like middle of spring, wasn't it? Yeah, it was April. It was a pretty decent it's, hall of fame. Yeah. It's not bad. It's small. It's smaller than I thought. Um, it's definitely smaller than I expected it to be. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of wish it was a little less, NFL centric, but that's fine. Well, they had the one room that was everything else. It, it's just it was like all the leagues we have crushed. It should just say that above the entrance. I I think it was lit, like the title of the room was literally other leagues. <laughs> yeah, and it was it was definitely crappy. It had like the the crappy floor and like it was like past all the good stuff. And... Yeah, the entire you. I remember if I remember correctly, you, you go into like the one big circular two level room. It has where it's got like the big display of like the history, like through the history, and there's like a Tebow jersey in there, and also uh, Howie Long's Firestorm, like a DVD of Howie Long's <laughs> Firestorm. Yes, is in there. Uh, then you kind of go into like this room with like the most recent class kind of on display, and then there was the room with all the busts in it, and then there was the other leagues room, which was right next to the bathroom. 
It was, yeah. And it was very easy to just walk past. It was so empty. Yeah, the way they designed the building was that, like, the main... You had to go into the other league's room and then come back out to go finish the tour. So it was like a side room. It was pathetic. That's the one where... there. What was it? There was a giant, uh, um, like life-size Eli Manning in front of an exit or what he no, was that put was in front the of end. something. That was in the end. Oh, okay. The, the other okay. league's room, that was the one where they had like the Bronco, the old Broncos socks on display. Yes. Yes. I was like, oh, that's cool. They had, because it was the AFL room. Yeah. They did the AFL like too. most of the room is the AFL pre-merger. And then there's like two booths for like arena and world league. Yeah. World league. It, it was so pathetic. It was basically just like, here's your token, your token room other leagues and then after that room i think we like sort of went downstairs and they had like the modern sort of stuff were just like hey here's the jersey this player wore when he did a thing like they had like odell beckham's catch jersey in there they had like a jj watt when he got like a big sack jersey in there that sort of thing and there was like a cardboard cutout of eli manning like against the wall like tucked away behind something yeah it was definitely hidden it was like, eh, well, we have it. We can't really throw it away. Yeah. So. They also had, like, one little booth that was basically dedicated to how good the Patriots are, which was sickening. Yes, that was like the... Uh, wasn't that, like, in the basement? Like It was like in the video game Xbox Yeah, room. it was definitely the, like, kids, like, leave your kids here place, which I thought was kind of funny because, like, I figured kids would actually really enjoy it. Yeah. But it was, it was definitely the kids' drop-off zone. Yeah, there was, like, this one room towards the end where they were kind of, like, playing up the NFL's, uh, at the time, like, deal with Microsoft and the yep. Xbox. They had, like, this Xbox booth with computers that didn't work. <laughs> nothing yeah, nothing in the room awful. was working, but there was just a booth over on the side that was just dedicated to how cool the Patriots are. Oh, they also had the ring display before that room. Yes, like, the ring display, which ring was display. probably the coolest thing I thought. Um, I think the ring display was good. I think the one of the funniest rooms to me was the one where they actually have the Lombardi Trophy, which is like the most underwhelming trophy in sports. It's it's like, not a good trophy. It's very no. plain. And you go in there and you're like, well, this is it. Like it's almost like it's fake. You're like, oh, that's. It gone. does. It it does look fake. It doesn't look real. It looks like you you'd get like one of those plastic. It looks plastic. That's what it does. It looks like like a shiny plastic. Like, think, like, you could touch it and it would just, like, fall over because it wouldn't, like, stand up straight. Maybe if you, like, kept it in a hot room in your house, it would kind of warp a little bit. Like, there's definitely, like, probably, like, Chinese knockoffs of the Lombardi Trophy you can buy on eBay. And you'd be like, oh, yeah, that's fine. Like, you get past it. Oh, yeah, my uh, uncle, twice removed, played in the NFL. Totally. He, yeah. he was on this one championship team, like, a long time yeah, ago. there was one year. They gave one to everyone, I Little known fact. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everyone got a Lombardi trophy. I think, what do you think is the best trophy in sports? I mean, it's definitely the Stanley Cup. Yeah, I don't think there's yeah. Stanley it's, it's unquestionably the Stanley it's Cup. It's like the Stanley Cup on the first level, and then, like, after that. like So if you take Stanley Cup out of it, um, I, I kind of don't want to, like, I assume it's, you know, we're going to think American. There are some pretty awesome soccer trophies. The World Cup one is dumb. Yeah, the, World the World Cup, Cup one, one is awful. creepy. Like, yeah, it, it, it's, it's small like, and it, it, dumb. It's small and it's kind of I I don't know. Every time I see it, like if you're not looking at it from a detail point of view, it almost looks like an H.R. Geiger alien egg. <laughs> Doesn't yeah, it? it's 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 weird. really underwhelming. You're like, oh boy, that's really great. 
Um, some of the like, uh, but yeah, some of the soccer trophies are neat because they're huge and they have like the ribbons on them and the colors, and that's kind of neat. Um, and although, um, so but if you're going back to American, I would say probably probably the World Series trophy just because it's like it's unique, really, but I don't it's like unique it very and much. it has it looks like it yeah, and so it's easy so to breakable. break. Yeah, exactly. like you're just sitting there, you're like touching it, and you're like holding it, and you like snap one of the flags off. You're like, oh, I, I guess the Pittsburgh Pirates don't get anything. What? Oh, sucks for them. Yeah, the the thing I don't like about the NBA one is it feels like they were like, mm, we have the Lombardi one, but let's just kind of do that, but gold. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's like... It almost looks like a cross between the Lombardi trophy and the World Cup trophy. Yep. Yep. It, it does. So. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why we can't make decent, like giant hilarious cups like like hockey the stanley cup that's all is, you really want is perfect the stanley cup is the best trophy and it's also one of those ones have you uh, they they brought it around um like really close to where i work there is a they had like a little exhibition where you could go and see it it was traveling to all the teams and the avalanche are terrible so i figured like oh might as well be the time to see it and like you can actually just go up to it and touch it and everything it's pretty it's pretty awesome um and it's huge and like the best part is the fact that there's misspellings, like, <laughs> like there's like you would think some guy would be like really dead set on making sure it's right, but like whoops, and he X's it out and whatever. There, there, there's there's like just like white out on a section of the trophy. Yeah. yeah. So like like it's it's hilarious to me that there's like so many fuck ups on it. That uh, that's what makes it cool. Stanley Cup. I don't know if I'd want to touch the Stanley Cup considering where that thing has probably been. Well, I assume they clean it, and there's also more than one. I'm pretty sure. Really? So I think yeah, I think there's like a traveling one, and then like one that, like, sits all the time in the hockey hall of fame or something. Yeah, there's definitely. I'm pretty sure there's, and then they like take the rings off, so those aren't always on there. Oh, that's true. So you can you can soil the bare bones Stanley Cup. Yeah, I'm sure they have like, the one we have is like official, but it's not like the original one made in like 1750 by some Canadians or whatever the hell. <laughs> so some other football news this week, uh, just some little bits since we have a little bit going on. Um, the Ravens might pick up Colin Kaepernick. It's, Oh God, that's such it's a, not gonna it's, an annoying, it's, no, not it's not going to happen. It's not going to And it's like, there's this weird, like, will they or won't they? And like, this like weirdish like referendum like well you know we can't oh i don't know and then they're asking like ray lewis the yeah you know bastion of morality ray lewis like what should we do and um they really just need to do it because people will get upset and then people won't care anymore yeah you know what i mean like they'll they'll you know the idiots because i don't know if you were going to talk about it but there was that whole article where they you know they said like oh the the reason the ratings declined is because of the national anthem but they had like played around not played with the numbers but they had made it to look like that that was actually like like more people were still watching it than not watching it yeah but of the people who were not watching it it was like 10 percent or like 15 percent of them and that's the reason why it just happened to be like the most popular answer yeah but I, i'm just i'm really tired of that whole thing it's point. it's so pathetic because i see like a whole bunch of ravens fans that are online they're just like oh if they sign colin kaepernick i'm done with this team like really like you had no problems when the team was you you were like defending ray rice kind of right. like when oh my god because i remember a lot of people were defending ray rice before the second video came out 
when it, when it was just the first video and it was just him pulling his wife out of the elevator, a lot of people were like, "Oh, we don't know what happened in the elevator." Like, <laughs> I'm gonna give him yeah. the benefit of the doubt here. Like, we don't like maybe she attacked him or maybe she was super drunk or like people were totally on Ray oh, Rice's yeah. side. And then the video came out and there were still some people who were like, "No, no, he he sh- he should stay in the league and like he should." get like a second chance like i'm all for second chances i think ray rice's second chance isn't in football exactly and 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 i think the um you know coming from a lots of pittsburgh fans stuff the if the ravens sign kaepernick the Steeler fans are just going to be like the smugness will go through the roof you know which is hilarious because they were doing the exact same bullcrap last year with michael vick yeah, you remember that? I mean, it, it, yeah, it's all this. It's all. I the can same. understand. Like being, all teams are bad. Yeah, basically. all teams are bad. They're all terrible. I remember. I feel like I'd be more upset about my team signing Michael Vick than Colin Kaepernick because at least Vick did something bad. I actually, it's weird because I remember last year, like the Broncos were going to trade for Kaepernick. It was like a big yeah. Media I made story a comic about that, and like I think everyone thought, like, oh yeah, they're probably going to pull the trigger on it because yeah, who else are they going to get? And uh, it turns out like nobody that's stupid, you know, that whole stupid thing happened. And everyone's like, Oh no, he's toxic. Oh, he's, he's terrible. It's just Ravens fans. Like, I don't want to, I don't want him anywhere near my team. He's like a terrible person. Oh, by the way, Ray Lewis helped cover up murder. He's, he's, a, yeah. he's a hero who can do no wrong in this entire city. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I mean, and of course inside, I hope he, you know, gets signed and throws for 8,000 million yards. And um, just like stomps on everyone at the end, like like he wins the you know uh, MVP for uh, the Super Bowl, and then he like comes down and like stomps on an American flag, or, like, <laughs> like power bombs, a, you know, like a big thing that says troops or something like that. He just goes like full heel. <laughs> that would actually be kind of amazing. Yeah, I, I kind of want that fantastic. to happen too. Uh, some other football news, uh, some very minor things. Um, Patriots, uh, nobody, Rob Ninkovich, retired. Like, it was one of those names that was kind of always there in a game and would occasionally do a thing. Whatever. Yeah, Yeah, in fact, if you had told me, like, if you had just kept kept that one close to the vest and told me, like, three years from now, like, Rob Ninkovich is like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Rob Ninkovich is, like, consummate white guy lineman Patriots player. Yeah. Like yeah. white white yeah, guy team probably, player on the Patriots. That's that's who Rob Nikovich was. They should just keep drafting white dudes, and they have to change their name to that, and just like see how long they can go without people realizing it's a different person. It's it's kind of like that theory that James Bond wasn't actually like a single person, but a code name. <laughs> yes. Rob Nikovich is just a code name for the white outside linebacker. Yeah, I buy that. I buy that. Just like oh, Rob Nikovich shaved his beard. I guess, oh, well, it, I, I guess that's what new. he looks like without his beard now. All right. Oh, he, I guess he grew his beard back. Because you're not really paying attention to Rob Ninkovich's facial hair growth. So. Oh, he has a scar on his eye. Oh, wait, the scar's gone. Huh? Oh, I, mean, right. I guess he had surgery to repair it. He is yeah. a hip player. He's probably got the money for reconstructive surgery. Good for you, Rob Ninkovich. Yeah, exactly. They just try to see like how long it takes him to get like Hall of Fame numbers. <laughs> he, he's like in the, he's in the league for like 35 years and everyone's like well we have to let him in the longevity he's like he's like the cow ripkin of football <laughs> when like 40 years later they realize it was like six different people they have like multiple rob nikoviches on the team like multiple people that could be rob nikovich so like we see rob nikovich go down with a massive like 
ankle injury in one game and the next game he looks fine we're like wow he really rebounded fast like he's got a lot of grit like good for him but wait wasn't he like didn't he have a beard (laughs) actually now that i think about it this could be the best patriots cheating scandal ever was them like like keep like subbing in like uh there'll be a new like this is tom brady and it's like you know someone out there you're like wait a second this guy looks like he's right out of college like nope same guy (laughs) quack doctor silly tricks just like oh we need a little shifty white guy receiver uh that's it all of them are they're all the same person they've always been the same person yeah like, like, even if they got traded, it's still the same person. Danny Amendola's on the team. No, I thought that was Julian Edelman. It's actually Wes Welker. It's, it's always been Wes Welker. <laughs> the Patriots just interchange people. It's like Clayface and Batman or something. I'd buy it. So, some other news. Uh, Cardell Jones, uh, backup quarterback on the Bills, was traded to the Chargers and supposedly cried with joy when he was traded from the Bills. I mean, so there, there's multiple parts. Yes, I mean, you're not stuck in purgatory, but you're still going to L.A. to play in a soccer stadium for the Chargers. With a bad team. So, like, you're not, I mean, it's not Buffalo, but, you know, it's not, no one's going to care there. At least they care in Buffalo. Yeah. So, I don't know how excited I would be. Although, like, I guess, you know, Lake Effect Snow versus Palm Trees is... As a survivor of Lake Effect Snow, uh, <laughs> oh god, I don't miss it at all. Buffalo yeah. is one of those places where everyone who's from there and has never lived anywhere else loves it and will defend it to the death, but everyone who's got out or only visited, it's like, that place is kind of garbage. How can you defend, like, like I get that, because like, I come from a city that's exactly the same way, but how can you be like, you know what I really like? 12 feet of snow in one day. <laughs> like, no one says that. No, no, no one here says that, and they go skiing all the time. Like so. to be fair, with um, upstate New York, uh, over by Buffalo, there's not a lot of hills to go skiing. <laughs> so you're literally trapped inside your house. Yeah, of- I mean, if you're in Buffalo, like the only thing of note that you're close to is honestly just Niagara Falls, Canada. Yeah, Niagara Falls is also kind of a dump. It's it's I got a really been. pretty falls, and the town itself is kind of garbage it's it's I wonder how many it's kind of old it's kind of rednecky beat up if you go across to the canadian side it's the same thing but with casinos <laughs> and lower drinking age. yeah there's there's a lot of casinos up in niagara falls it's it's not a great place i know someone who's from there who lives there who loves it but again it's one of those situations where she's never really lived anywhere else so and there is something to be said about if you grow up somewhere you have kind of an attachment to it even if it is bad it's. I mean, I think Buffalo is now the official like hard luck. Uh, it's the new Cleveland, right? I mean, because you want the Sabers and the Bills, and like, what are you gonna and, like? When are they gonna be? I mean, Cleveland is still Cleveland. Yeah, but I mean, they have a championship, and they had they almost had two. They did. They did almost have two championships. I I was thinking Detroit would be it, but I guess Detroit. I guess they had pretty decent hockey teams. Yeah, they had, like a the Pistons couple were good for a little bit. Yeah, the there. Pistons won a championship in like mid two thousands. So the Pistons like, Oh the Tigers did too. Actually Detroit's pretty awesome. You're Detroit bad. outside <laughs> football. <laughs> outside of football, Detroit actually is not that bad of a sports town. So I, I'm definitely on the like Buffalo is the new Cleveland. 
and it just works. Like it's also Rust Belt, uh, only with 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 worse Lake Erie snow. Yeah. So here's an argument that I've been having with Keeley and some other people. Uh, would you consider Cleveland to be an East Coast city? Oh uh, no, it isn't. Thank you. Thank you. There are people that are saying like, oh, no, it's an East Coast city, and these people are wrong. Yeah, it's so I get that. I've heard this before. Obviously, I'm from Pittsburgh, so it's pretty much the same thing. I love when people say like, "Oh, Pittsburgh's East Coast." Like, no, Pittsburgh's more East Coast than Cleveland is, but I would still barely. not consider I mean, it East Coast. I would consider no, it Rust Belt, like Upper Midwest. That's the thing. Like, it's not Midwest either. Like, I've heard people say Pittsburgh's Midwest, and you're like, no, it really isn't. It's and it's not Mid Atlantic. No. It's Rust Belt. Rust Belt's its own thing. It's 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 Buffalo, it's Pittsburgh, it's Cleveland, it's Detroit. Yeah, it's that, that upper Great Lakes kind of area. Yep, yep. So it's uh, yeah. So that's what. Yeah, it's not Mid Atlantic. It's a weird little like. So here's a good question for you. What would you define as East Coast? Uh, anything that an Acela goes to. So I would assume like. Uh, you know, Boston to DC is pretty much what I would consider it. Like, you don't really think of southern cities as East Coast cities. No, you don't. You think of them cities. as the South. Yeah. Yeah. So, so DC, Philly, New York, and Boston. Baltimore. It, Baltimore is just what happens when Philly and uh, uh, and DC collide. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I, <laughs> but I, yo, that was my home city, man. It's like a worse version of both of them. I, I it's funny because I've been to Baltimore a bunch and the only thing I really remember is that that's where I-70 starts and it starts like from a park and ride because they couldn't build the the highway in any further because of laws so they had like a six lane highway that just stops and they're like oh put a parking lot there yeah and you just get on it and it says like Denver like 1500 miles so that is absolutely fair I I think one of the people that I talked to about it, who he, he lives out here and he considers the East Coast to be anything within the Eastern time zone, which is oh no, what? which is so incorrect. It's not culturally accurate. It's not geographically accurate in any way. No, it's definitely. I, c- I would consider the East Coast to be pretty much anything, any like city north of Virginia. Like uh, I would say D.C., like Northern Virginia um, and up. And the Appalachian Mountains and east. Yep. And like yep, Boston, Boston is like East Coast, but it's also the bottom of New England, that sort of thing. Yeah, but New England to me is still East Coast. Like it's 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 like a sub. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll stick with that. Would you consider Florida the South, or just like its own? It monster? Well, that yes, Northern Florida, yes, absolutely. Panhandle is basically Alabama, um, but Southern Florida is its own little demented, like mental institution, mainly because it's like all old people and people from the East Coast. So, um, yeah, it's its own special little unit. I like that. I like that. I would consider. What would you consider Texas? Texas. Yeah. Texas is it's it's yeah. It's like a subset you, it's, it's of a, the South. It's, right. It, like it's, I, you'll never see more state flags than when you go to Texas. Texas is like so. a dystopian monster of flags. Yeah. It's so it's, proud of itself. It's one of those things where like if you watch like an alternate history thing 
And they always like if you watch Man in the High Castle, you're like, man, it's weird seeing this Nazi, you know, thing everywhere. And you go to Texas, and it's like instead of American flags, there's like Texas flags everywhere. So you're like, oh, there's this weird alternate reality where Texas like is still its own country. I was really, I was really surprised at how. I I guess what where in Texas have you been? Just Austin, the only one that I would ever go to. Yeah, Austin. I want to see Austin. The <laughs> only one I've ever really been to was Houston. I and it was mostly just driving through it, and uh, it was not. It didn't look like a good place. <laughs> yeah, I, I nothing against people in Houston. I have a couple. It friends. just looks like a lot of sprawl. It's sprawl and it's humid and hot. Like it's all the bad things, just like geographically that I wouldn't want to really deal with. Yeah. So I would want to see Austin. I would like. I don't know if I'd want to see Dallas. Like I can't yeah, tell. Maybe once. Yeah, I guess. Like maybe from the airport or something. <laughs> yes, that's a great way to judge a city is by the airport. I've only been to Denver's airport, so I mean Denver's airport's pretty good. It's, yeah, it's 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 not bad. Um, it's got a rich history of like conspiracy theories, which is awesome. So it's also got the really creepy horse statue. Ah, uh, Lucifer. Yep. Who's on the cover of like the Alt Weekly here? It's like monuments in Denver, and there's this big old horse with demon eyes. And it, I would like to mention that the horse is anatomically correct. Yeah. It and it's veiny, like they they put some work into it. So. The thing I like about the Denver airport is that it's literally just a big long line. They didn't have to like fold the terminals into like a U or anything else because they didn't have any sort of land restrictions because they just built it in the middle of nowhere. Which is it's really fun if you get stuck if you like pull into one side of the airport and you're connecting flights all the way in the other and you got to basically run and use the moving sidewalks to get all the way across. Yep. Yeah, it's it's really... I mean, I have to say, like, the TSA is really good there, at least when the couple times I've been through, and it's pretty pretty quick. And it's nice because they have light rail that goes straight from the airport to the city, so you don't have to, like, take an Uber or whatever. So, uh, so there's one little last tiny bit of news. Uh, there's a, a... Keeping it on the Ravens, I guess. Ravens offensive lineman John Urschel a.k.a. the really smart guy who, for some reason, was playing football, is no longer playing football, he retired. To pursue academic interests. Which, you know, he should, because it'd be sad if someone who's really smart... Like, he should, he and, like, Myron Roll should get together and be like, just take down the NFL. Like, figure out a way. I remember reading, like, the story of John Urschel, and he's just, he's this super smart guy who's got, like, a graduate degree, and he's playing football, and I, and he plays lineman. And I'm just sitting there wondering, like, you could do anything. Why are you damaging your smart brain by playing this sport? What, like, I wonder how many IQ points he loses on every snap. Like, what? Like, what he's still going to be smart. What could you accomplish later in life if you hadn't played football? <laughs> <laughs> the alternate universe where our cancer has been cured and like there's free energy and but he decided to play football we've colonized so mars like, thanks to his earth. like uh yeah. calculations <laughs> yes. all these things that we could have accomplished if john urschel yep. didn't play lineman in the nfl yeah but here we are in, in trump's america he's also in that commercial where jj watt is a douchebag oh yeah he, he's just like the, hey the hey one? jj like do you know how our noise canceling technology works and then he busts out like the whiteboard and starts doing stuff and jj just puts the headphones on just like yeah i don't care I, i'm just a dick because i'm jj yeah i was just thinking like it's been nice not having football ads because 
you know, it's it's the same like seven ads over and over again for sixteen weeks. Oh god, what are we gonna get on Papa John's this year? It's it's still gonna be Peyton Man. You, you think Peyton's still gonna be the guy? He's kind of so like. I mean, last year was like the let's do another year of Peyton ones. Only he's retired. Oh, retirement jokes. It's still gonna be like it'll probably still be him and JJ Watt and whatever. Well, like, JJ Watt's definitely got him from now because they they were like grooming him as Manning's replacement. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, it'll still be uh, stupid. Did you see Peyton Manning's uh, SB's hosting monologue? I didn't. I didn't. I heard some good things but i don't know if that was just local people saying it or it was too sanitized and a little too scripted oh that makes sense yeah but i mean he's i feel like he's angling for that yeah broadcasting. that sort of like good guy sort of dry humor look it didn't it he had like a couple good zingers in there like his zinger of kevin durant was pretty good yeah uh, he had one zinger on the Falcons where he, he talked like, hey, Falcons, like you guys did great. You're going to be back next year. And I'm telling you this now at the beginning of the show because we know you'll stop paying attention about two-thirds of the way through. Oh. <laughs> I thought that was a pretty yeah. good zinger. But outside that, it, he did this one bit where he's just like, oh, I'm not a control freak. Everyone says I'm a control freak. Oh, Jim, put the lights on. And then he, and he just starts like doing stage directions for all of his bits. And it, it was very cringy and forced. Yeah, and he doesn't have good comedic timing at all i mean he's kind of dopey and that's it's kind of straight like... it's kind of strange because compared to most football players he's actually pretty funny he, yeah. and he's actually charismatic on camera but compared to people who are normally on tv no he's still pretty bad yeah i feel like his joke ads are always like it's always him in an absurd situation acting normal yeah so like so he doesn't have to actually do anything. He, you know, it's funny despite him, I guess. So. Yeah, I remember that one commercial. I, th- I, I think it was for a travel company, but he's like staying in the hotels in different cities, and and the other cities are like rival cities, like San Diego and like the San Diego butler comes in. And she's like, "We're gonna take you down, Manning," and he's just like, "Oh, take me down where? Like I, I, we're on like a top floor," and he's just like a yeah. dope. Uh, he's had a couple good moments. I'll I'll always love him for that stupid skit on SNL where he's teaching football to children. In the that park. is amazing. Yes, completely agree. Because it broke. You know, he's not being dopey. He's being an asshole. <laughs> yeah. So. Peyton yeah. Manning. They being need an more asshole. more ads of of Peyton Manning being a complete asshole. So, I mean, he he's gonna get a network job. I mean, that's... Or do you think he'll do front office? I, I, know there I don't know what he's going to do, because I don't think he's really expressed any interest in being, like, a booth guy. Because, And you know he could instantly get a booth guy job oh God, if he yeah. wanted it. Yeah, like, exactly. if, they, if they're just going to give Tony Romo the top spot on CBS, and, and if Peyton Manning wanted a booth job, like, he would get a shit ton of money from everybody, and he would have his pick of whatever job he wanted. So I don't... He hasn't done that. Like, I'm kind of wondering if he's just sort of, like, taking some time off to just do whatever, spend time with the family. I wonder if he actually is going to stay with football. I think he might because there were rumors that, like, didn't um, the Titans want to turn him into, like, a part owner or some, something like that. There was because there was, like, a big, yeah. there was a big push 
you know, always he went to Tennessee. And... Probably. I'm. I really don't know. I. I'm kind of curious to see what ends up happening with Peyton Manning because he's kind of a wild card at this point. Yeah. I think when Eli think... retires, he's just going to disappear. Oh, Eli. Yeah. Oh God, yes. He's just going to vanish. Everyone's going to be like, "What happened to Eli?" And he's just going to be like wandering around in downtown Louisiana or something like that with like a stroller and his kids and he's he's going to be wearing like a fanny pack and he's going to have uh like the barbecue like Hawaiian shirt on he's going to be kind of balding and his wife will be there and his wife will be talking to everyone because she's like super attractive and aging well he's, he's, he's still going to he's, he's just, still going to have the little bucket he's dopey suburban dad oh god yeah it like He's going to be, like, in a CRV. Like, he won't have a big flashy car or anything. He'll be like, well, here we go. I could see Eli driving a minivan. Oh, yeah, definitely. Eli's a minivan guy. I don't think he's going to end up, like, either of them are going to end up, like, Cooper Manning, which is just, like, I actually have my own successful life, but I still miss the spotlight, so I'm going to have a dumb little skit thing on Fox every week. Yeah. It just comes across as kind of pathetic. Well, I I can't watch the Fox stuff anyway. It's always like ever since they've had uh, who was the impression guy, and then they used oh to Frank Caliendo. Oh god, I can't <laughs> stand that. I liked his Mel Kiper impression, and that was about it. Yeah, and like, but I I can't stand Terry Bradshaw, and like the other like I I really can't even do any of the morning shows anymore. I used to when I was in college watch like ESPN primetime. Yeah, I don't or, watch uh, him anymore Cal either. Time, I I just turn on. And I don't pay attention or I talk to friends until the actual game is on. And then I watch. I don't watch halftime shows anymore either. Unless it's the only game that's on. I don't have any other options except to watch the halftime show. That's the only time I watch a halftime show. And that's the worst because that's like Sunday night football halftime show, which is just the worst. It's just Tony Dungy being dry and uncharismatic as hell with like Rodney Harrison being a dumbass. And then Bob Costas comes on and preaches at us for three minutes. I wonder if they're going to do every year. They have the like terrible Toyota ads like wedged in there with the Sunday games. And I always wonder if they're, they never do. They never do. We won't have any boner commercials this time, though. Well, that's nice. No no more bathtubs on the beach. That's nice. Those are always really awkward anyway. So. They're very awkward. Speaking of awkward endings, Spilly, we've been going for an hour. That's I th- true. I think it's time we uh, wrap this up. Our final episode of this offseason, we will finally have uh, Diet Football Zero to talk about next week. I would like Sam to thank you back. for coming on. Oh, yeah, no problem. Uh, before before you go, um, Pokemon sucks. It does. It's awful. You should never play it. If you do play it, you probably should re-examine your life, see some therapists, um, you know, do something constructive. Um, Chicago-style deep dish pizza is not pizza. It is lasagna. Yeah, it's not even food. Yeah, it's actually <laughs> outlawed uh, in most states. Um, yeah, you can actually have it in Colorado. You can have pot. But they were like, no, we draw the line there. We can't have Chicago. I love putting ketchup on hot dogs, especially Chicago-style hot dogs. Exactly. Yeah. Chicago-style should just be two different types of ketchup on the hot dog. Mm-hmm. The best. Nintendo is just a bad game company. Yeah. They're just, they just recycle the same stuff over and over to the same people mm-hmm. who keep buying it over Yeah, and over. there's just these, these dumb people that just buy into it every time and will tell you it's amazing and will defend it. Even when everyone else is like, no, it's not good. And these people are the worst, and I'm not sure why anyone would associate with them. Yeah. yeah. 
he's he's not gonna listen to this final episode. No, he's not. Yeah. He's he'll make it probably like ten minutes in, and then he'll be like, "Oh no, I got Sam stuff to do," which is gonna be like comment on uh, esports action. Yeah, have fun with that, Sam. Have fun with that, Sam. How can we follow you, Spilly? Uh, I am Spilly on Twitter. Uh, is the best place. Someday I might actually write again. I keep thinking about it, and then I don't do it. So, Twitter's the best. I am Drawplay Dave. You can find me on Twitter at Drawplay Dave, on Facebook at the Drawplay Comic, and of course on thedrawplay.com. Thank you for listening. We'll probably go back to a more normal setup next week, but until then, thank you, Spilly, and we'll see you next week. See ya.